Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Gateway to Anime. How are you all? What's going on? Charlie, what's up? Not much, you know, just excited to talk about some fresh new anime because I think I'm pretty done with this season. Pretty uh, done with this season. Pretty done with it. I'm like, all right, thanks. You've been here long enough, a whole season's worth. Uh, get out of here now. Get out of here. Time for the new kids in town. That's it. Out with the old... And in with the nucleus. In with the nucleus. How are you, Greg? Yeah, good, good. Also done with the season. Yeah, looking forward to all the new stuff as, you know, the wheel turns. Absolutely. So as you would have read from the episode titles and from what Graham and Charlie just said, we are, of course, doing our annual roundup. So this is the summer 2023 roundup, which we'll breeze through pretty quickly because we've, talked, we've done two episodes on this already. We'll breeze through it. And then, we'll, of course, we'll move on to the fall 2023 anime season hype up so of course we are the podcast where we throw open the gates to anime for those who are either old new returning ever wanted to get into anime didn't know where to start well ideally we're the podcast for you but if you're also a fan a heavy fan like we are we're always here to talk about things and develop debates Heavy fans. I, I class us as heavy fans. We have a fucking podcast. About we have a, we, we have a, an anime podcast. I like Where to pretend I'm casual, but <laughs> no. no. No, no, So it's 754. <laughs> Tra- tragic yeah, nerds casual. right here. But no, and of course, the idea always is to, you know, liken things to Western media as well so that we can always kind of be like, hey, if you aren't really into this or if you just sort of wanted to dip your toe in, we can guide you down the path, try and avoid some of the pitfalls, which anime has many, many of. But of course, we are talking this time about the season that just was and the season that will be. So let's just quickly go through and talk about what are the shows that you really ended up enjoying? What did you finish? And then what did you drop? Gray, what was your pick of the season? Probably it's going to be Zone 100. Good call. Like that was a real... A delight, mm. like wholesome, but you know, splicing some zombies, which were not really scary. Well, the shark no. was pretty scary. Shark. You haven't watched the zombie shark, awesome. Yeah, it was wild, but it was it was fun and kind of like uplifting and motivating and talking about you know, take back your life, throw off the shackles of you know, jobs capitalism. And yeah, that whole sort of vibe. So yeah, I, I loved it. Like the animation yeah. was bright and fun. Yeah. Yeah, What's still going good? as we speak. It had some pretty serious production issues. It's a brand new anime production house or production studio. And yeah, they have had a, quite a few hiatuses where they've mm. had to stop for a couple of weeks or a week at a time every now and then to to finish it. But like, hasn't bothered me because it's been pretty, I mean, it's, it's slightly patchy in the animation. You know, Oh, that so. first episode, they just threw all the money at the screen. Yeah, it looked control. so, that first episode was yeah. One of my favorite pilot episodes of any anime ever. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was an incredible. Outstanding. So strong. Unattainable f- to hit those con- heights consistently. Yeah. But at the same time, story's great. It's really interesting. Yeah. The new characters, as we, at the time of the recording this podcast, the new characters been in for a couple of episodes now. Beatrix. Beatrix, yes. Who every yes. time I watch, I just think of you. Just like crying while eating sushi and stuff <laughs> in Japan. Or, you know. I think Zone 100 has been fantastic. Uh, absolutely agree with you. Brilliant. Uh, Gerald Lily White, who of course been on this podcast many times has texted me a numerate amount of times this season being like, Zom 100, absolutely love it. You know, my favorite of the season, blah, blah, blah. Gets the Gerald Lily White seal of approval. Gets the seal, gets the Graham Aitken seal of approval yeah, and yeah, the Gerald yeah. Lily White. Charlie, Do you reckon you one day we'll be able to be free of the Jerry, Gerald Lily White seal of approval? I don't think so. I think it should be like the gold <laughs> standard. <laughs> it's the gold standard, I'm pretty sure. If we ever so, do the anime awards, we need to bring out the- The Gerald Lily White Gerald like, Lily White seal of approval. I live in fear of him disliking something I love. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like- no, Gerald, no. no. You were the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he loves everything I send him. So, yeah. so, we're, so far, so good. So far, so good. Uh, Charlie, your pick of the season. My marriage story. No. Really? Why did I say it again? My happy marriage. <sighs> your marriage story. Your Adam Driver. I Adam Driver anime. <laughs> Fucking ScarJo crying in anime form, like screaming it. at each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's good. So it's good. Uh, no, it is my happy marriage. Um, I have just been so thrilled to see the support that's been thrown behind this anime. Just got greenlit for season two. Mm. Very excited. I think it really surprised a lot of people because I think that when you look at the cover, when you look at the title, you're kind of like, this was like a fluffy little romance thing. And actually it was dealing with like deeper emotions. It has like a quite a uh, intricate power magic system in there. Uh, there's like family ties and wars and like, you know, a lot of like family politics going on. It's historical fiction, very much so fiction. There's a magic system in there. So 
I mean, not that magic isn't real. I don't know. I'm not going to get cancelled for that. that garbage out of this podcast. (laughs) But uh, I think that it really surprised a lot of people with just how well it's been done and how much it's been a character study and just really great relationship between the two main leads and dealing with trauma. And it's giving me, like, the same feeling that Fruits Basket gave me in terms of, like, this show, it's a bit more, it's a little less hard to get, like, it's a little more obviously serious than Fruits Basket. Fruits yeah. Basket you have to really navigate quite quickly. Like you're like, oh, my God, like yes. we're in, there's animals and there's like comedy. This is less of a comedy. It's not in a comedy at all. But I think it has that thing where you, it has a sense of like foreboding doom at the start and I think it plays into that really well and it's really wholesome and I'm really happy when they're happy and they have a happy marriage <laughs> and good, That's good for them. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so far, so good. I've just been, uh, yeah, thrilled with, and as I've said, and I will say it again, I'm going to say it like five times even on this podcast, just seeing a like shoujo kind of narrative, even though it's like a seinen kind of vibe, uh, treated with such like, you know, care and high quality of animation as say a shonen is awesome because there's so many good manga, light novels, visual novels that deserve to be adapted and this one just goes to show that you can have a popular one. So it's a bit of a win for the old gals over here (laughs) and, you know, she, he's, they, them's, whatever. Win for the girlies. Win for whatever. Like, seriously, because it's good to see and this is for everyone. It's a a good show. So that's my pick of the season. Right on. Yeah, right. Okay, very good, very good. Sam? I would have probably agreed with Zom 100, but to be different, I'm going to be a basic bitch and go Jujutsu Kaisen because it's been great. Yeah. At the time of recording, something very significant in the story has just happened and – for those who are manga readers, some even more significant things has happened. But again, we're not going to go into that because it's big spoiler territory. But let's just say I haven't seen the manga community this irate and hysterical since Attack on Titan finished. To be fair, it's normally just your hysterics. <laughs> I see. So, like, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I, I, I didn't read the manga. I was just like, I mean, obviously it's a big deal, but I was just like, I mean, G. Jakatami's been getting death threats. It's a whole thing. It's like, it's out of control. That's like, how you know you've made it though, right? That's when you know yeah. you've made, you've um, done it, you've done like, something. Did good. So yeah, but also, I mean, we weren't talking to the manga, you know, that's for a different We can spoil the anime. We can spoil a little bit of the anime. <laughs> well, all right. Oh, the anime, we can, I mean, we can The anime, yeah. okay. Just put a big Stop spoiler listening on Okay, if you haven't watched For any, like maybe yeah. next minute. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen, anime spoiler only, not manga, starting now. Gojo Satoru has been sealed and it is pretty epic leading up to that like yeah. again but again i don't know i mean we just had Seamus on recently to talk exclusively about jujutsu kaisen and i don't know i, I do mention before it's like hey look it's gojo and he's doing stuff and now my like, gojo's not gonna do any stuff for like yeah <laughs> for like ages and i'm like i'm done oh, man like what i want him to do is uh, half the reason i watch is because he does cool stuff you know so i'm like i don't know is there a spin-off series of him just in the prison <laughs> He's dancing. I'd watch it. I'd also watch it. It would get better ratings than Jujutsu yeah, Kaisen. It would. I'd be like. That being said, uh, it has been a slow start. Spoilers finished now. It's been a slow start to this season, I will say, though. Are I mean, we talking about the prequel? Okay, no, no, no. So because that was- That's a part of this season. Yeah, it's yeah, a part of this season. Yeah. So, no, okay, so- We've talked the, too the much re- about this. We yeah. have. So anyway. The restart has been good. Anyway, Jujutsu Kaisen, like I've been really enjoying episodes. it. Yeah. At this uh, point, we're a gateway to Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen. There's a reason for that. It's really great. It's really good. Anyway, but go back and enough listen. said. We've, got, we've said this in many other podcasts many times. I'm um, really enjoying Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen. Any honorable mentions or any any ep- epic fails? Anything that turned up you started interested in and then fell away on? I couldn't finish <sighs> my- life my, is a vending machine. I couldn't finish it. Yeah. I dropped yeah. it. I dropped a lot of shows this season. Yeah. And I felt bad about it, but then I didn't feel that bad about it because you know what? Like- there's coming. just so many. <laughs> they yeah. never end. Um, so I think to me that was disappointment. Zone 100 continues to be good for me. I'm still I'm behind, but I'm still watching it. I like it. Yeah, I don't know. How was Bleach? Oh. Good. Oh. Good. Also, the I'll other get there one. One day. Also, one day. the other one I would say potentially is anime of the season for me. Uh, Bleach. It's yeah. Look at Bleach. I think it's just over there doing its thing. It's on an elevated position. Like. It's bloody great. Did you watch any Mushoku Tensei this season? I watched the first three episodes. Okay. And then something horrible happened and you dropped it? Yes. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, yes. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Who would have thought? What tier was this season as a whole for you? Oh, 
There was a lot going on, but I'm going to give it like a B, B minus maybe. Because you got your Jujutsu Kaisens, you got Bleach, which I mean, you could argue both of them haven't been firing at their top cylinders. Like, oh. I mean, the latest episode of Bleach at the time of recording, they did just do, because obviously I've read the manga because I couldn't handle not being able to finish it 10 years ago when it stopped being an anime. And they did just add a whole new fight to oh, the, the zombie anime. squad one. That, but there's another one, I don't know if you're up to date. Oh, it's in the Maya. Zero? Yeah, 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 zombie shark. Yeah, because too? normally it just it goes skips that and goes straight to <laughs> to yeah, bold yeah. mate with the hit, giant yeah, paintbrush, which is also a great fight. But fight. like the fact that it actually got Nimaya to fight on screen, yeah. and it was sick. And I was like, thank God. Yeah, thank God they're actually doing the thing where like they're doing an anime adaptation and fixing some of the mistakes of the manga. Yeah. Now, not I mean the writing is problematic. <laughs> not problematic in in, in where that word's normally used, but it's the writing in this final arc is shit. In many ways, you know, it's just a bunch of fights that happen, and you kind of like after a while. Yeah, but there's so much cool stuff, though. This is the thing, like Rukia's Bankai. Like, yeah, there's some cool yeah, shit. There's so much good stuff. There's some cool shit that happens, and like I said, they're adding things in, yeah. which are actually really cool, and have fleshed out some of the things which were ignored because Bleach was rushed, and this is a fact because he was told to finish it much earlier than he had anticipated, so he had to wind it up real quick. Uh, is when when the manga was being um, published, so. This has been pretty cool. So, yeah, Bleach, Jujutsu yeah. Kaisen, the big heavy hitters. I mean, for those who are into that shit, Mishra Kotensei, they're, they're your big heavy hitters. Then you got your Zom 100s underneath that. I really enjoyed the Masterful Cat is Depressed again today. I kept watching it. It's like I'm not normally a slice of life guy, but you throw in a, like, humanoid cat, you got me. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. And it's really it's quite a nice show. It's really nice. It's very meditative. It's very chill. It's very interesting uh, looking in a woman's perspective of modern Japanese society in sort of like – the fact that she's kind of ridiculed, not ridiculed, but ostracized, not even ostracized, but I so mean- none of that, I guess. Not like, ridiculed or ostracized. No, she is, she's <laughs> judged. She's judged Judge? pejoratively for being single. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. it's sort of like, but then the cat fills the space, but it's also a beautiful examination on how humans actually interact with cats and how, how important they can actually be in your life. Now, obviously- We all wish our cats could be giant and cook us dinner and lunch every day. I don't want my cat to be giant. Yeah. (laughs) What about cooking dinner, though? What about cooking dinner? It could be badly, though. Cats would just burn the house down. She'd be like, because me and my cat, we're the same. So there'd just be two of us. (laughs) And I don't have the time or energy for that. The world has got no time for uh, this. That's too many people. That's too Too many many Charlies. That's, that's, we're moving on. (laughs) It's a nightmare. Is there anything else this year? I want to say, though, it's not an anime, but my biggest surprise of this season was the live-action One Piece. Really good. Yeah, look, I, I think it was fantastic. Really big surprise for us. And, uh, you know, long may it continue. Good Hell stuff. Hell, yeah. You can tell that fans a fan was the showrunner and that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. And he and did they really knew their source material. Yeah. And also the fact that Oda you know, oh, also so demanded yeah. that they refilm some things uh, when he got the right. Whereas, like... Shinichiro Watsunahabe was not involved, despite the media being like, he's really involved. He's an executive producer. So they obviously just parked a bunch of money out the front of his house and that yeah. was the end of it. Link Click, I really enjoyed uh, the ending. I will, um, without spoiling anything, I found it a bit disappointing. It fell off a bit towards the end. I will say Link Click season two. Still good. Really enjoyed it and was would suggest it. But like some issues in the ending for me personally, but I'm going further. I can go further into that another time. But... Yeah, Link Click, a big solid for the season for me. Again, a bit of Chinese animation, you know, which I'm finding really interesting. Want to look a little bit more into. If that's anything else, we should move on no, to. I don't think there was anything. Yeah, else, and that was not really. It didn't, didn't end up being a huge hit for me. And yeah. I dropped a lot of What would things. you give it? C? C yeah, plus? I mean, I would give My Happy Marriage like an A, mm-hmm. but I would give this whole season for me, yeah, probably a C. Plus. Yeah, okay. And I'm B minus. So. Although I like, what are you talking about? I fucking love you. Oh, yeah, it's B minus. Yeah, yeah I, I think, I think B minus is probably. What am I fucking talking about? I'll give it a B. Yeah, big B minus. B. I think we're around there. So it's solid. You know, such a it? suck up to this anime. <laughs> I, I think learned. Bleach did a lot of work for me this right, year. Bleach right. did really okay, lift it. Really lift it. Yeah. Like nostalgia yeah. was flowing. Nostalgia, y'all. <laughs> you know, I got to see a vending machine come to life. Like, what else? Do you, need? <laughs> you know what? That's true. That is true. That question. And a cat cooks dinner. Yeah, come on. Look, a lot did happen. I love lots of things going on. Speaking of a lot going on, I am so excited. 
for the fall season of 2023. I Let's hype it up. genuinely like have been looking at the list and going, there's a couple of returning heavy hitters that we're all going to talk about, of course. A couple of things that I have been looking forward to being adapted for a while. A couple of things that I think probably should never have been adapted and look like absolute trash fires. Um, big yikes for a bunch of these titles, but that's always kind of fun to talk about. Always the case. So um, without further ado. Adieu. Adieu. Who wants to start? Charlie, it sounds like you want to start because you've obviously done some research for Let's start. <laughs> Get out of my life. Okay, let's start with one that I think is going to be incredible. One that is actually not airing like it's airing at the end of October. Uh, this oh, yeah. is an adaptation of a legendary manga. This is, of course, Pluto. If you want to know more about this anime, if you like what I'm talking about here, we have got a video essay on it actually on our channel. Check it out. It's uh, really great. We dive into how it was created, what it's about a bit more in there. So if you're into it, please check that out. There'll be a link in the bio. Um, This is adapted from the Pluto manga written by Naoki Urasara and Akashi Nagasaki. It's based on the Astro Boy comics or character by obviously the legendary Osamu Tezuka. This is a plot. Famous for his military service in the 39th Asian War, the legendary Swiss robot Mont Blanc is violently murdered. Humans and robots around the world mourn for the beloved celebrity. Mont Blanc's popularity only grew in the years following the war, thanks to his dedication to nature, conservation, and his loving personality. Once a fellow war veteran, robotic Europol detective Geish is sent to investigate Mont Blanc's tragic demise. In his pursuit, Geish uncovers evidence of a mysterious entity known only as Pluto. He also learns of a conspiratorial plot to dismantle the eight specialized robots from around the world who participated in the war. Racing against time to save those who still remain, Geist grapples with his memory, morality, and a world full of hate, desperately attempting to defend the fragile coexistence of man and machine. It's a hugely famous manga, and Naoki Urasara is famous for obviously being the mangaka of Monster and 20th Century Boys and other incredible works out of all like i mean monster is one of our favorite animes yeah, it's been adapted the, stuff. the trailers dropped for this it looks fantastic who was animating it again m2 studio m2 which is of course the founder of madhouse and mappa Muriyama has gone and started a third studio now and this he's been he worked with Naoki urasawa on monster at madhouse explicit like exclusively he did so much work with him and wanted to do more, but things obviously got complicated, obviously moved studios. But yeah, M2 has been made and this was the first thing that he would do. So I think Tezuka Productions are producing, mm-hmm. co-producing, but M2, their first ever show, Mariyama's first work in a new studio. I'm excited. It's, it's a Netflix, mm. Netflix, Netflix special, Netflix, yeah, it's going to come yeah. at the end of October. And out of all, I think out of all of the anime this year, that one's the top of my list and I the manga excited. is incredible yeah. like the yeah. art style everything about it yeah. taking like the astro boy story and turning it into this it's it's pretty g it's genius it's gonna i, I hope that it does it justice and yeah. i think it will so pluto's off my list sam what's top of your list well i've got an interesting one and this this looks interesting this is called undead unluck and this is by um david productions who are famous for jojo's bizarre adventure Fire Force, unfortunately, and cells at work. <laughs> unfortunately, what? Fire Force is pretty bad. Production though, is it looks good. It looks good. And yeah. cells at work yeah. also cells looks at work fantastic. Also, an excellent looking show. So yeah. David Productions are actually really, really good. And JoJo's great. obviously yeah. famously, Jam- famously yeah. excellent looking anime. So David adaptation. did well. David are good. It's just the Fire Force sucks. The name David Productions makes it's it such a. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> David. And David. 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 Ew, David. <laughs> Ew, David. Ew, David. Uh, but, mm. yep, they, <laughs> Ew, David makes some good-looking shit. <laughs> so it's a sort of comedy shown in supernatural thing, and I'm just going to give you this is a classic anime synopsis, which you're like, <laughs> only anime. So after reaching the conclusion of her favorite manga, Fuko Izumu feels like she no longer has any reason to continue her existence. I mean... <laughs> just like us. And for the past decade of her life, she's been afflicted by a condition that brings about extreme misfortune to anyone who touches her. This has led to the tragic deaths of many people close to her, including her parents. As she stands on a bridge waiting to drop in front of a train, a strange man tries to grab her, but her affliction causes the footing beneath him to break, dropping him in front of the train. Now, Foucault goes to locate his corpse, but it is regenerating and he's coming back to life. So the man who she then starts calling Andy 
again, a bit like David, <laughs> David making Andy, is immortal. <laughs> and he also wishes for the sweet release of death. Fuko reluctantly teams up with Andy to give him the best death possible. Kind of like um, Yuji wants the, uh, an honorable death. But a mysterious organization lurks in the shadows, hoping to take advantage of the duo's strange abilities. This sounds off the wall, crazy, weird, bizarre. Kind of, it's, from what I can gather from just looking at the trailer and stuff, kind of giving me Zom 100 vibes, mm. not plot-wise, yeah. but I mean like the irreverent yeah. kind of uh, just, just ludicrous, like just sort of. It's- and the comedy of yeah, Japan is always very over the top with its comedy and very kind of like slapsticky, just a bit silly and dumb, but also kind of edgy and hectic, which Japan does so well and uniquely yeah. so. Because it's know? a comedy action, right? Yes. And it's shown in jump mm-hmm. as well. So I remember reading, I like I was doing a bit of research in this one as well because I was, it's also on my list, mm. and I was like, huh. What's this all about? Because I read the synopsis, I was like, mm, "Is this going to be any good?" It's really popular. Usually, yeah. Um, Shonen Jump manga adaptation. Um, all I know is that the or the mangaka has been like, "Never did I think I would be, you know, actually releasing on Shonen Jump." They have to do a bunch of censor bars all the time and stuff uh, like that, like because they just are a bit more of a um a outlandish, edgy. edgy kind of mangaka. Yeah. So. I feel like this could come back to haunt you and be problematic as fuck. Is this my Dead Mount Death play once again? (laughs) Which is also second season's airing for all of our sins again. I have no idea what that show's about anymore, but it's But um it seems to be popular and I like quite like the art style. I like character design. It's kind of got that um but yeah, it gave me Zone one hundred vibes as well. Yeah. So the art style's gonna give me like like my hero Academia? Yes, absolutely. It looked like yeah. um, what's the guy that hardens? The, yes, yeah, yes, it, looked like, it looked like that. Uh, yes, yeah. but that real like yeah, my hero sort of art style. So I don't know. Sounds interesting. Sounds pretty cool. Again, could be a fucking disaster. But um, I I don't know. Gray, what do you got? I've got uh, Freiren. I'm yes. not even sure if that's how you pronounce that. Freiren. Freiren Beyond Freiren. Journey's End or Susu no Freiren, produced by Madhouse, who you know. We've mentioned Bad already, Hunter, yes, the OG. Defner, One Punch Man, like all that sort of stuff. Um, and it's sort of, Freyrun is the main character. She's an elf. It's set in a fantasy world. But not an isekai. Not an isekai. No. We did a good. fantasy, not an isekai? What the fuck? It takes place 10 years after like this, this band of, you know, adventurers kills the demon lord freyran actually comes back to the town where they you know they all broke apart went their separate ways to find uh the the leader of the party hemel has passed away and this sort of starts a chain reaction in her sort of belief or even like idea of what she is um because she's an elf she's practically immortal right um and the passage of time means very little to her so when at the funeral she's asked like oh can you say some words about Hemel and what he meant to you and she was like oh I only I only knew him for ten years that's nothing and that they travelled together defeating yeah, this demon king yeah, for yeah, ten yeah. years so and for everyone's human. like what are you talking about ten years is a long time but for an elf it's it's not it's a, anything it's a month yeah. which kind of shakes her to her core and she's like oh I feel actually like kind of separate from this world because of my long life so it's kind of her journey sort of tracing her. Story footsteps they took as a party trying to meet up with some of the other people that she was you know spent 10 years of her life with and just really trying to connect with the world that she's a part of rather than just floating through trying to find a purpose for her life okay. even an immortal life that's it, interesting it looked beautiful the trailer i cried oh it's it's you're gonna cry every episode so you've read the manga i've read a substantial chunk yeah okay it's beautiful like it is a really good story i think it's just so interesting it's such a good idea and like it's like existential like kind of slow paced like character study of an elf dealing with this dealing with like a bit of humanity like i i was like it's it it looks fantastic i i i I, number two on uh, number three sorry on my hypes to watch this season yeah no that's that's ticking every box yeah it's gonna you can have some feels yeah, no, I'm excited. That sounds great. Um, sounds unique as well. Like does. I don't think I've ever seen a story told like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's slow and it's thought provoking, and you know, it's there will be a little bit of action in there because because it's set in that type it's of a world. Fantasy world, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good character study of like quite a unique character and premise. It's so. a meditation on grief from the sounds mm-hmm. of things. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. 
So um, yeah, well, that's on the list, right pretty, up there. Pretty excited for that. Yeah, Freerin, Freerin, Freerin. Free, free I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but yeah. after Journey's End. After yeah. Journey's End. And just, I love the idea of starting it like after an epic journey, and like the towns and you know everything's in peace now. So after the deluge, like, after you know? it's, yeah. it's great. Um, yeah, also Madhouse, wonderful yeah. production house. It looks Classic. fantastic. Yep, definitely gonna be a good one. Very excited. All right, now next. for my like. Look, Pluto's up there, but I have to say this one I've been waiting for. And as I said earlier about My Happy Marriage, there is a bunch of material out there that is like aimed at like older kind of demographics or like of female-led stories that aren't necessarily shown in battle, that kind of thing, um, or like high school romance. Like there's a couple of things that deal with more adult things. And this one is a light novel adaptation. And it's called The Apothecary Diaries. Oh, yeah. And I have been so excited about this because all of all I've seen or read or bits I've seen from the um, the light novel and things I've heard about this adaptation has just made me want to watch this so badly because I feel like the protagonist looks amazing. And the art style, so animated by Toho Animation Studio. So it's a huge animation studio, pretty much one of the main ones. Does. One piece. Yeah, oh, yep. huge. Um, it's been adapted from a light novel series. Uh, we've got... Music by our good friend, Kevin Penkin. Friend of the podcast, Kevin Penkin himself. Who we were lucky enough to interview. You can hear that interview on our Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. We've got a really great chat with him. Australian anime musical composer, very, very talented. And the trailer I watched, uh, I noted, I was like, this music is beautiful. And I didn't realize it was him until I went and looked at the credits. And I was like... That's our boy. That's Son Kev. Son of a bitch. I good, knew it. Good job, Kev. Um, we don't, we're not that close. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, thank you, Kevin. Speak to him once. Went to the same, uh, we are the same best like, friends. drama school. <laughs> um, the oh, director is uh, Noriho Nagunamu, uh, who is the main director for Ancient Magus Bride. Oh. So that's why it looks like. I, I was like, that, so the look looking. about it is, is yeah, it's good. And I'll give you a synopsis about this one. Oh. In an imperial court in ancient China, it has been a few months since a 17-year-old girl known as Momo was kidnapped and forced to work as a low-level servant in the emperor's palace. Still, she manages to retain her curious and pragmatic spirit, planning to work until her years of servitude are over. One day, however, she catches wind of the fact that the emperor's two infants have fallen gravely ill. She decides to secretly take action, drawing on her experience as a pharmacist raised in the poor red-light district. Despite Malmo's attempts to remain anonymous, she soon catches the eye of Jinchi, an influential eunuch who soon, who recognizes her talents. Malmo soon finds herself in the Emperor's inner court, where she gradually makes a name for herself by utilizing her knowledge and eccentric personality to solve various medical mysteries. So this is like house, but set <laughs> in ancient China. You know what I mean? It's giving ex- yeah, eccentric like doctor procedural anime but historic historical <laughs> and i Just could not be more happy yeah that sounds <laughs> <laughs> looks sick and yeah, the trailer yeah, it looks like, amazing it looks so beautiful and i just can't wait yeah i don't think i've ever seen a medical procedural anime really like there's a couple i'm sure but How this did is we get the vending machine one before that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do know. That was yeah, yeah, also yeah. very beautiful. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> this is the yeah. thing. Anime's got everything you could ever dream of and more. Yeah. And that's exciting. Yeah, that, that, that sounds good right. enough that I think, like, you you might watch it. Oh, I will watch it, yeah. And also just the art style just looks exquisite. Good shit. <laughs> yeah, right. definitely going to be watching that. And now for something completely different. So this is called Under Ninja. Oh, it's God. already okay. ticking boxes. I already had this on my list as well. Yes. <laughs> so it's actually a seinen. <laughs> Uh, apparently, right. yeah, Action Seinen uh, by Tezuka Productions, who we've obviously mentioned a few times before. They're actually making this, not producing. A high school loner is given the part-time job of a lifetime as a modern-day ninja tasked to perform international assassinations. Do I, I mean, I'm going to keep going, but come on. We're already Pretty good. After World War II, Allied Command in Japan developed a new agency to help manage terrorism and violence within the Pacific region. The agency was staffed with ninja and they were initially tasked to handle domestic affairs. Eventually, the program grew to having 20,000 ninja across a range of domestic and international affairs. This is now Kudo, the aforementioned Japanese high school student, who loner, who is now poised to be next line of defense against a potential influx in foreign assassins invading Tokyo. I think I've read this. Sign me up. Yeah, right. 
ninja fights in modern Tokyo. Mm. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, the trailer also had just like an absolute banger of a song. <laughs> and I was like, pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it could, be, it could be a mad dud. Who knows? Yeah, but We're always up with these hype ups. We're always like, sometimes we're, we're throwing them up and sometimes we're airballing. Sometimes we're nothing but netting these things. Could but be this is, Escape the Infinity. We don't know. We, we, we don't I, know. I, we, we, I live in hope yeah. that it's an Escape the Infinity. <laughs> we're always searching for we're the always next Escape the Infinity. We're always searching for the Escape the Infinity. We're always disappointed. The one time Joel's disappointed me on this show when he was like, yeah, I watched it and I wasn't that into it. And I was like, get out of here. You know what? Take it back. His I cast me out. <laughs> means nothing. I didn't finish it. And I was like, God, what are you mad right now? But um, look, everyone has their off days. You must have been one of his, you know. I'll give that a go. I'm going to give that a go. Absolutely, I'm going to give Who that a kidding? go. That sounds yeah. that sounds hilariously I, ridiculous. When I read the synopsis, I was like, "Lol, maybe I'll talk about this as like a joke." And then I watched the trailer, and I was like, mm, "Kind of love it. Kind of think it's my favorite show ever." <laughs> and it's like intense music came out. honestly the song sold it it was like yeah. in my head i was like i was like what is that song i was like oh it's it's from that trailer for the for the ninja show <laughs> for under ninja <laughs> my favorite show that i've never <laughs> seen the show of the season yeah pluto i, I get like out of here <laughs> yeah. Sarah, no one critical masterpiece <laughs> no a critical masterpiece from one of the greatest em- ninjas emissaries. in the streets <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's twenty thousand ninja up in here dude it's like ninja turtles with people <laughs> Thought. Who well, thinks of these things? Yeah, yeah. Sam, I might have something to outdo you. Please. Based on title alone. All right, let's hear it. Hello. Oh, here we go. Okay. Okay. Here comes one of Charlie's. The 100 Girlfriends. Oh, fuck. Who really, really, oh, yep. really, yep. really, yep. really love you. And yep, that is five reallys that is in that title. <laughs> and yep, of course. Light novel? Adaptation? Sure. I think it's a manga. It's a manga. Oh, wow. They just, they just really, 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 really love him, I guess. Um, really? Okay. So this is, of course, giant red flag. I Everywhere. am almost certain that this will come back to haunt me, yep. that I even brought this up on the show. Cancelled. It's really wholesome like, and the relationship is so sweet between the hundred girls. Like, uh, so we love a polyamorous king and a hundred girlfriends. <laughs> But guys, wait for it. Here's a synopsis. I actually, I, I, I couldn't not read it. You no, know, you like had to. this, yeah, this had shit. To. That's true. Like anime blinkers. I will not probably watch this because fuck this. But like, it has to be heard to be believed. So, <laughs> okay. upon graduating middle school, uh, oh. Rentaru Aju manages to confess to the girl he loves. Unfortunately, he gets rejected, making it his hundredth rejection in a row. That's a lot. Of, like that, he needs to in calm middle school. down, dude. Those are rookie numbers. You can yeah. pump those numbers up. <laughs> <my experience. laughs> Come on. Having experienced heartbreak after heartbreak, he goes to a matchmaking shrine and prays with the hope of finally getting a girlfriend in high school. Suddenly, the god of the shrine appears, promising Rentaru that he will meet 100 soulmates in high school. Although sceptical at first, Rentaru quickly acknowledges the truth behind the god's words when two of his soulmates, Hikari Hanazono and Karani Inda, confess to him the very same day that they meet him. However, there was one detail that the god forgot to tell Rentaru. If any of his soulmates fail to get into a relationship with him, they will die. Now trapped in a matter of life and death, Red Tarot decides to say to all of his soulmates. What are you doing? With a heart so big that it can be shared among 100 girlfriends, Red Tarot makes the most out of his unanticipated high school life with the Red Tarot family growing even larger. <laughs> I wish I'd never read that. That's one of the worst ones you've ever worst. brought on here, dude. It's what the fuck was that? <laughs> Also, apparently I read How forward. How old is the person who wrote this? I don't know, but I read forward because I was like, oh. I was like, is this a parody? Oh, apparently it is somewhat of a parody, but not enough. Like it still does it. But I was I, like, I can't imagine like, it's, I think it's completed. I think he gets a hundred girlfriends. Like I think that's I hope so. Yeah. But <laughs> I'll apparently, be counting. <laughs> apparently it's like deeply, de- I mean, to no one's surprise, deeply problematic. He like dates people's mums and like grandmothers and like oh, his cousin. Like on, there's no dude, way. What like, the fuck? But anyway, I just had to read it because the title made me laugh. Uh, uh, and you know what? Sue me because I'm just like, this is crazy. And funnily enough, uh, you know what? Like there's another returning show this season, which is of course Girlfriend, Girlfriend. So girlfriend, girlfriend, he's only got three girlfriends in that. He's going to up his fucking game. Those are rookie numbers. There's a hundred girlfriends. (laughs) Um, But I did read – 
oh no, I read something funny about, oh yeah, apparently, so this actually made me laugh and I, this could be wrong, but I'm not going to ever read this to fucking cement it. So I guess comment in the comments if you were brave enough to read this one. But apparently the concept is that the matchmaking god like just made a typo and it wasn't meant to be 100. So then he has to like commit. I don't know. I mean, like that's almost funny if it that's wasn't. Almost but, but, funny. but the consequences are too dire. Yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, so that's the worst thing I've ever read out loud on this podcast. Holy and that is shit. saying a lot. That is And a- I won't be watching it, but I just needed to say it out loud. To, yeah. I need to tell someone. You know when you say something so horrific, you need to just yeah, express yeah. it. No, oh, okay. So there you go. That's um I'm going to put this on the Charlie's list of yikes. And this is, <laughs> it's on the yikes. This is number list. one. There's a couple more coming. So go. Right. Oh. Um, the only other thing that kind of caught my eye was Overtake. Okay, yeah, which is a uh, a high school slash Formula One racing anime. Now we're talking Skate the Infinity numbers. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. If the Matador Love appears in an F1 car, (laughs) it's over. I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in. Okay, this is continue. That's all I got. Okay, (laughs) that's all. Well, speaking of racing anime, have you got any more? Uh, I mean, I've just got the big, big oh, heavy the hitting returners, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. we can. We'll, uh, go there. we'll go those at the end. Yeah, we'll do them um, at the end. Speaking of racing, anime, bit of a season for the races. We have got MF Ghost. Yes, oh, we which do. I did think does, when I didn't know what it was, I was like, motherfucking ghost. And it does not stand for that. <laughs> so don't ghost worry. racing. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a sequel to Initial D. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's yes. a futuristic sequel. Um, so we've got year 2020X. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Twenty twenty ten. What? It's a while away. So the power I guess. of ten. Um, self-driving electric cars have replaced internal combustion engine-based cars, becoming ubiquitous in Japan. However, a racing circuit known as MFG, which employs traditional internal combustion cars, is garnering popularity worldwide. Kanata Livington, a 19-year-old Japanese-British racer, comes to Japan after graduating from a top racing school in the United Kingdom to take part in the MFG and find and to find his missing father, Ken Katagiri. Oh, Kanata moves to the home of his late mother's friends, Mr. and Mrs. Seyunji, and enters the race under his father's surname, borrowing a Toyota 86 from Agata, the couple's family friend. Despite the overwhelming disadvantages in specs, Kanata makes it to the top 15 while racing top-tier supercars, demonstrating his phenomenal skills. Yeah, I mean... Um, this, yeah, Takumi Fujiwara, the legendary downhill and rally racer, turns out to be Kanata's trainer. MFG employees who are familiar with Fujiwara and former racers from the same generation begin to notice Kanata, a new whirlwind, is about to start to set off at MFG. Hell so yeah. obviously full of Easter eggs, full of characters returning from Initial D, full of, you know, a 1986 car, like full of that kind of thing. If you're an Initial D fan, this sounds like one you don't want to yeah. miss. Nostalgia porn. This just sounds like an anime made by like – Fossil fuel companies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> electric cars are taking over. We need the anime kids to get combustion. <laughs> the Exxon Mobil. Yeah. Productions Studio Exxon Mobil. But no, that, look, I reckon that's going to be sick. That's going to be sick. That's that be sounds sick. so sick as well. That I was like, sick, there's dude. a driving school. <laughs> yeah, dude, driving school. I mean, enough. You had me at like the first two sentences. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you'd love it. It sounds like fucking um, Megalobox. Yeah, Megalobox. Initial D. Yeah, I mean, that's that sounds it actually, honestly is that because it's taking a classic sport anime and bringing actually, it to the, it actually genuinely is megalobox that's actually a very good analogy thing. yeah 100 see sometimes i do my research sometimes bring um, the thunder. sometimes i do my research wait for this next one you're gonna regret i me ever doing research this one i just really like the title it is my new boss is goofy and i went all right and honestly, it sounds super wholesome. So the workplace comedies, this workplace comedy story follows a 26-year-old office worker named Mimose. He recently changed jobs after his previous boss harassed him. Not good. He's worried his new boss will also use power harassment to make his life miserable. Mimose is trying to hide his anxious stomach when he first meets his new boss, Shirasaki. However, he's surprised to find his new boss is such a natural airhead that he eliminates all of Mimose's anxiety. Sounds really wholesome. And that I doesn't was, sound so bad. He sounds goofy. Also, it's an office place. You know, there's another, Hijinx. I was like, bit of a win for the adults here. Goofy. Yes. <laughs> I just love that title. I was like, my new boss is <laughs> That goofy. actually sounds really funny. Um, all right. Those are the one main ones that I had written down. We've got uh, Fully Cooly Shoegaze coming yes. out as well. So um, one of the reboots of the Fully Cooly franchise. Uh, which Is there two? Yeah. Was there was, Grunge as well? This, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was like a couple that came out a couple of years ago as well. I haven't Mm. been keeping up. Fully Cooly was one of my OG 
um, anime is like gateway. We, we should we need to do talk. Talk about yeah. so you need to do a music one. We and do, yeah, fully cool. Not that it counts as music. I mean, it's got a guitar. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a really great band that does all the music for it. But um, this one, like, I watched the trailer and it's giving some of the essence of the fully cool we all love and know, but it, I just don't care about oh, it for some oh, reason. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not scratching my nostalgia itch to watch it. I think mm. I just really like where it existed in its spot in the original. Um, there's another one that I think looks good, but this might end up being my um, – Villain origin story. Um, no, as in, um, might be end up being that. Remember, I was so excited about Sweet Home. I was like, not Sweet Home, that's my home a, hero. My home hero. Uh, and it turned out to be shit. This one's called Miggy to Dali. And it looks really like vague. Uh, the synopsis is The stork brought an angel into the lives of a childless middle aged couple. His parents are kind, their house is luxurious, and the meals are delicious. But to continue to revel in this happiness, Hitori must conceal a certain fact from his family. And what it is, I'll just freaking say, like, honestly, skip one minute if you don't want spoilers, but you can see from the artwork, it's based on quite a um, unique, like, not like not super popular, quite a niche manga that people are fans of. So there's, like, like a small but vocal fan base. And Dozens of us. <laughs> Dozens. Um, it's basically the artwork you see, like, two twin boys. And what it is is they're pretending to be one person. Ooh. To get like revenge on their mother who's been killed, so it's like a thriller, sort of giving monsters revenge sort of, but for their mother, yeah, who's yes. been killed. So they're like been adopted into this new family, but okay. as one person. So like, it's like the okay. prestige. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. honestly, the prestige, but yeah. with like um evil twin child twins. Revenge, yeah. Revenge um, so twins. this could be terrible, but I am going to give it a watch because I really liked the art style of the manga. Okay. And there were there's a certain group that are like this is going to be freaking great, and apparently it's very suspenseful. But I've been burnt before. Yeah, my home hero was bad in the end. It yeah. was one of the worst things ever, and I embarrassed myself thoroughly. So also we should mention that at the time of, and also by the time this episode releases, we didn't watch any of these. This is literally yeah, yeah, us going by just early. looking <laughs> and being like, what do we think? What's what's hitting us with the vibe? Anyway, those are my list. Sam, do you want to get on it's to cracking. the heavy heaters? Well, we got of course. The Undisputed King is returning for the final, 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 final time. Tokyo Revengers? Tokyo it's Revengers. It's back, <laughs> oh, Attack on Titan is coming back for what we're led to believe is the final time. It ain't going to be. It should, uh, this, this should be the final time. They're doing 90-minute episodes, I believe, towards the very end as well. This will be it. Well, there's two episodes. Yeah, yeah, two movie-length, so two 90-minute two episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We will do a very special episode when this ends because as I have proclaimed it, it is indeed in the West, especially the Undisputed King, one of the one of the Undisputed Kings of anime that we've seen in the last decade, decade and a half. Absolutely insane. Now, obviously I have been, if you followed this podcast, you've, you've obviously followed my uh, undulating journey with Attack on Titan because I love it so much and- of course, without spoiling anything, and it's controversial. And we will be talking about that after this season ends. Yeah. I mean, I'm just excited to see, like, the ending of such a huge thing. We've been, it's been yes. with us for so many years. It's been, like, the definitive anime of this, this decade yeah. and this modern generation. Absolutely. And to see it, like, end, it feels like we are here for a big moment. We are. And we were here, oh, and it yeah. feels kind of like, you know, like when Naruto and yes. Bleach and stuff ended – well, but Mungers, still going. Yeah. Mungers. Um, well, I mean, Naruto anime also. Anime, ended. Yes. I, I feel like, you know, it, it felt a little bit different because it was so long. I, I don't know. I so feel like long. I started Attack on Titan as a fucking adult. You <laughs> know, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. seeing it end. And I, I, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm kind of, it's a bit of a cultural moment. So. It is. It is. Uh, you know, it was, it was when the manga ended too. And it's going to be fascinating to watch because I'm going to go back and I'm going to rewatch. All the last seasons. I might rewatch the whole thing with Grace, my partner. Yeah. I think it might be a good time to do it. Just like to start it and just and finish, you know, just go straight first through. through. Yeah. I'm really excited to do that. Uh, but I'll, be, I'll miss it terribly, you know, uh, when it's gone. But there will be a lot to talk about. So watch this space. We'll be coming back to that. But the Undisputed King is coming back for the final time. And you're right. It's going to be a cultural moment for us all. It's a big deal that it's ending. 
The other one coming back is Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone part, season three, part two. Uh, didn't leave on much of a cliffhanger the last time around, but I'm really enjoying it. I've spoken about the show a bunch of times on the show. Again, I can't decide if it's the smartest dumb show or the dumbest smart show that I've ever seen. All about science, but also very stylized, very anime. Like these character designs are obscenely over the top. It is a lot of fun. It's like rebuilding the new world through science and he just I mean, Senku is the most ridiculously intelligent person he, he, there's no way anyone's brain could be hold that much information even the best of the best and he's a high school student but anyway that's my point it's a bit of a smart dumb show or a dumb smart show but it's a lot of fun this last arc is going to be pretty hectic going to be pretty epic I think kind of war vibes like stone wars not like the second season which was entitled stone wars but without spoiling anything some shit's about to pop off. And I think if you have watched Dr. Stone, this is going to be a really good little little bit. And if you haven't, strongly suggest Dr. Stone. Again, it might not be for you. Fair enough. It's not for everybody. But for me, I find it a really fun. But I think you've got to be reasonably into anime to, to get it. Also, Spy Family coming back. Yes, another indeed. Big another big heavy hitter. I think I'm ready for Spy Family. I think I got a bit over it. Um, but I, I think I'm saying. ready for it again. You know, I think I miss it, my little cutesy... Um, Wholesome. Fun, wholesome. Uh, I know I'm always going to have a chuckle. I know I'm always, I'm going to see some good animation. I know I'm going to have a crush on Lloyd. You know all <laughs> all of that stuff. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that returning because I think having it was like a double core, right? It and, was a double core. Um, the I first was time. just sort of like it started so hype, it was so great, and then it just kind of was a bit samey. I think out. there's been enough time now that I'm I'm here. You know, I'm ready to ready to see. Yeah, see what happens. So I am looking forward to that, and it will be added to my watch list. I'll definitely be picking it back up again, but I actually dropped it towards the very end. I didn't yeah, actually so finish like, it. I actually need to go back and finish it because I read the manga in the end. Yeah, yeah. I also found that when they focused. Too heavily on Anya, it actually got a bit boring. Like Anya's great a great supporting character, great supporting character, but when she's the protagonist, it's a bit, mm, it's a bit much. Yeah, it's too cutesy. Yeah. It's too. I'm like, what the fuck? This isn't what I. Although I was this isn't sort a spy of... drama, like, so don't get me wrong, Anya's an excellent character, but like for me, that's when I started to fall off it. You know, towards the end when it was when it was. I mean, <laughs> obviously the dog's the best. Bond, <laughs> we all love Bond, but yeah, I look, I'll, I'll, I will catch up. I was in like three. I only like three or four episodes off finishing the last season, but I will finish them and then watch it because, yeah, great show. I'm looking forward to whatever theme they have. Also, like, yeah, OPs and themes of this season will be good. Like, yeah, we yeah, know yeah. that the Ninja one's going to be outstanding based on We know on this trailer. already. Going to be good. Um, what is Attack on Titan? Oh, gonna be? oh I mean, that's that the, real the real one. That is the real question because yeah. we all know they're the biggest bangers ever. God damn. Absolutely. And I'm going to miss them. I'm going to miss him terribly. I'm going to miss when it's gone. You know, I'm going to feel a bit sad when it ends. Like, Absolutely. It's just like always been, you know, four yeah. years away or like. Yes. Yeah. And I know it has already ended. Sorry, Mungo readers. Like I know I've been holding out because I, I do love the production of Attack on Titan. Like that, the OP, the music, the voice acting, I think it is one of the best adapted animes that we've ever, mangas we've ever had. Agreed. So I, I tried to save it for myself to watch in anime form. Otherwise I would have totally read the manga. I nearly broken that freaking four year gap. That That's we have between one and two. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that got me. But I was like, nah. Also, hold put now. Studio Wit on the map. Yeah, literally their first trip. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm excited. Honestly, this is a good season what's coming your, up. This is what's exciting. Your top pick. I mean, AOT obviously is like for for so many different reasons. Obviously, like going to be the hypest one. But from what we heard today, I think. Oh, I mean, hundred girlfriends. <laughs> Hundred girlfriends. <laughs> Weirdly enough, I think the the initial D follow up actually sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I thought you'd I'm love that. Low key, kind of really excited about motherfucking that. ghost. Yeah, motherfucking motherfucking ghost. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's actually kind of my low key <laughs> at this point. Again, we've seen none of these. This, this is the our initial, just our vibes on what we've been reading, what the community is talking about. I'm gonna get in there early and probably proven horribly wrong. I'm, MF ghost. It's okay, we've been. Right. I mean, We've been waiting for racing animator, really. We actually looked at doing an episode on racing anime, right? Yeah, that's and mean. then one of the things we were just like, well, it's initial D, and then there just hasn't been much. Yeah, so speed been, racer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, speed racer initial, but as in any kind of modern wacky anime. racing, Tron. It's not really anime, but you do. <laughs> I was like, can you Tron. can you count like Air Gear as a racing anime mm, or Skate the Infinity no. or like there's like renditions, but exactly. like Skate the Infinity <laughs> racing. <laughs> Air Gear is more. Of a racing anime than that. <laughs> Do you guys know what Air Gear is? 
Eggier. Haven't seen it. What? Oh wow. That's a that's a, the two early two thousands throwback. It's like it's like um uh rollerblading but with air. Like it's like a modern thing. It's like you fly. Okay. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. Sounds, <laughs> sounds that like that does ring a troubling bell. Yeah. <laughs> Next, Next week, episode on Gateway to Anime. The Undisputed King. Oh, you want some protagonist hair? That show really. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, honestly, you'd watch it. I think you would love it. I'm going to vote a it's like, new one. It's, real, it's like almost like Beyblade territory, though. It's like there. It sits there. Sam's next YouTube video. Why MF Ghost and Airblades are the greatest <laughs> undisputed kings. <laughs> MF Ghost would be good. That's your, that's your pick. Okay. All right, that's my, that's, honestly, that's my little low-key. My low-key. Yeah. What do you pick? reckon? I'll go Freya. Yeah. Uh, that Freya does also... I just want to Freya feel something again. That also actually does sound really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with Apothecary. Steve, oh, Pluto. Go? What am I talking about? Yeah, Pluto's probably If I'm not be... counting Pluto, yeah. which if you are interested in learning more about Pluto, please follow the link. We yes, talk about indeed. it in detail. And it is a fantastic manga yeah. that I'm deserves actually... all the attention it's about to get. So very exciting stuff. We're super excited. Absolutely. Look, you know what? Put MF Ghost in the bin. Pluto's obviously the number one. <laughs> get out of here, Get out of here, no, no, We're not even going to watch that dumb show. But well, uh, Apothecary for me because I've no, got sure. to rep it, you know. Oh, yeah. I better the big not ones, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Big time. Well, really exciting season. It's been a while since I've been really excited for a season, actually. A lot of them have sort of been like, yeah, since it's the last season. Stuff and it's been a whole season. It's been a whole yeah, season. Yeah, the last season. I mean, when we, when we previewed, I was like, yeah, good. You know, like, you know, we've got a B minus, not you know, B, B minus. Not bad, not bad. But I think this one could be talking A's. Mm. We could be talking a strong A here. So very exciting times. Looking forward to jumping into it. We will, of course, come back with our mid-season check-in and Six or seven Where weeks. we all have to like make apologies. Make apologies <laughs> for our dreadful calls. And and, uh, uh, and obviously yeah. we were going to miss something huge. We, we always, always do. do. And I, I, that's what I love about it. I love about so like, when, when you see that, when you look at my anime list or um, what, do you, what do you look at, live corner or whatever it is yeah. when you get, well, it is, it's so overwhelming that of course you're going to miss it. And some of the fun is just finding yeah. like hidden gems. My there, favorite there is a detective anime that's coming out that I completely forgot about. Oh, which, yeah. Uh, I think that'll be okay, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, and that, that one, yeah. I know what that is because I was looking at it as well and it's sort of giving um, like, it's like comedy detective yeah. sort of. Reclusive, re yeah. shut in. Oh, no, I have. Detective. I did see that one. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Interesting. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? Again, this, this is the fun part about this episode that we do the way we do these now. But of course, the mid-season check-in is really when we start to, you know. Well, no, we've seen, you know, we've, we've seen been like watching six or seven or weeks of it, or five weeks, yeah. So we'll be back for that. But like, if you want, if there's anything that we've missed or anything you're really excited about, hit us up in the comments, particularly on Instagram and YouTube. That's where usually where we hang out for the comments and love to read them. Love hearing, you know. DM us; it's always great if to chat to you. You want us all. to watch something? Just tell us. And we'll tell watch us; we'll it. watch it. We always link click. Nothing. That's how I watch link click. So, and thank you again for that. So, you know, hit us up and thank you so much. And again, as I just said, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also find us on our website, gatewaytoanime.com. If you really like what we do, you can, of course, find us on Patreon. We're going to be got a Discord server there, which you get access to. We've got like special little releases we're going to be doing. And, you know, this is a really good old time. Obviously, a small operation. So, any little bit helps and we really appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you all. We'll see you all next time. Have a good one.